Welcome back, race fans. It's After the Checkers, episode number 65 already. I always look up because that's where I keep all the, the tally marks is right up there. So uh, episode number 65, and I've got the, um, I don't know whether to call you the champ, the rookie sensation, the, we don't know what to call you, man. So we're going to dive in and find out what you are. Uh, it's the number 10 late model driver, Cole Searing. Welcome to After the Checkers. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Excited yep. to be here. Yeah, I, awesome. And so we were talking right before we hit record here that Cole Searing actually watches the show. So that's like <laughs> it's Cole Searing's watching my show, everybody. And so that's pretty cool. I, I that makes me feel really, really good that people are out there that matter that are watching the show. So um, so before we get into all the race car stuff, let's let's get a little for people that that uh, haven't been watching you and watching you grow up uh, at in Huron there because you live in Huron South Dakota right yep yep and so I would imagine you're like uh everybody's famous in a small town kind of guy in Huron South Dakota where everybody knows Cole Searing but uh for those of us that live a little, look at you like being all humble uh for those of us that aren't super familiar with you let, well let's find out about you so um according to my race pass you're 26 years old right yep Okay. And married. What's your wife's name? Ashley. Yeah. We've been married for three years. <laughs> She's in the background. She had to three uh, years. Send her the answer. Yeah. She had to send her the answer. <laughs> That's awesome. That's super. But we've, awesome. Been, we've, we've been together for like 10. So it all goes together. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. You're going to want to get that, like put a reminder in your phone, Cole, like she, she's yeah. going to like it if you know when your anniversary is and stuff. Is this yeah, the we're going to have to extend this meeting so I don't have to talk to her when I'm done with that. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that was beautiful. Three years. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. So, um, and then, so let, here's your chance to right in front of her with her listening to make up for her. How did you meet your wife? Uh, through a couple mutual friends, kind of just, we were young, I don't know, sophomores or so in high school and just kind of around school we go to same people's houses and everybody hang out and yeah little parties and get togethers and just kind of met through that i guess perfect and who yeah. who, who asked who out i asked yep nice that's yep. Yep. it doesn't matter how long you've been married i asked <laughs> nope. first exactly that's right exactly <laughs> so that's cool and uh, do, do the searings have kids not yet. We're actually expecting our first one in August. So. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Just a bunch of animals, a couple dogs, a couple cats. That's yeah. Well, and kids aren't a lot different than animals. To be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> no. The only, the only difference is animals are a little tougher because animals are always infants. Like you gotta, you can, like, you can't <laughs> leave them alone for their whole life. Whereas eventually that kid will grow up and you can, you know, yep. whatever. Yeah. Curfews at midnight, just be home before then. Yeah. <laughs> um so you're married you uh baby on the way do we do we know a boy or girl not yet not yet will you find no. out beforehand yeah i think we will i don't know exactly when or how but i, I don't think i can wait the whole the whole period <laughs> yeah yeah i i have three kids and we waited like nobody knew what it was until he was born on the first one and the and the second two were like nah screw that we're we're finding out so yeah, Cody, Cody, the guy who helps me all the time, and he actually is our kind of our service manager here at the shop. They, that's how they went with their daughter. 
Uh, that's too much. I don't know if I have that much patience. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It was important. Like it was, it was all me that wanted to wait. The wife was like, Nope, let's find out. Cause I can do my shopping. We can get the right clothes. We can do all that yep. kind of stuff. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what? The only thing the guy gets is, is, you know, the first five minutes of pregnancy and then that's it, you know? And so I wanted the big reveal. Like I wanted to be part of the surprise and that sort of thing that, uh, and so it was, it was cool to see my son born and didn't know he was my son until he was in the room with me, man. It was pretty yeah, cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, so let's go racing history. Like you, how long have you been like, obviously you didn't start in a late model last year, not really a rookie. You're just a, a late model rookie. Yep. Um, so I actually to start at the beginning, I grew up racing go-karts. I probably did that for eight or 10 years, roughly. Uh, okay. I switched to big cars in 2010. I did two years of street stocks and then a bunch of a uh, bunch of years, obviously in the super stock and right. kind of alternated with a super stock and a B mod too. And then uh, last year was my first full year in the late model. I did about, I think 20 shows the year before, maybe that half okay. a year or something. It's kind of when we transpired over but that's kind of the gist of it so I yeah guess it's, it's probably be, uh, yeah 12 years probably lots and lots of time in the super stock and obviously super yeah. successful in yeah. in that class as well as the late models yeah 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 we had a lot of success in the super it uh, never was able to get a national championship there's a lot of good runners it seemed like in 2016 i won 32 shows and i think that was the year that Tim Johnson and Dave Moss decided they both need to go get like 40 or something. So it was <laughs> a lot of, a lot of good competition in that class. It's like being a, it's like being the, the, the second best quarterback, like during Tom Brady's reign, you <laughs> exactly. know, decade reign, you're like, yeah. God damn it. Like just yeah. quit already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Going against those two and, and, you know, obviously Shane is in there and Burdick is in like, there's so many great, great super stock guys that are just great. Like year in year out, there's no like sort of fluky, you know, the guy that was 15th in points all of a sudden wins and then goes back to 15th yep. kind of thing. It just seems like the top guys are the top guys all the time. Yeah, they're all good. I mean, I, I remember uh, I used to write it down when I'd go race with Tim or Shane and I'd actually be able to beat them. I'd, I'd write it down. That's kind of a notch in your belt. But I mean, they're all good people. I know Tim, Shane, Dave. I mean, they're yeah. all top of the line guys. They do anything for you. Probably gotten help from every one of them. I mean, it's just they're super good at what they do. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Um, the only thing is, is two of those guys have been asked to be on this show and and have yet to say yes and so uh and it's not shame so i'll i'll leave it to the to the imagine like the sasquatch and diamond dave or super dave whatever he wants to be called i'm calling you out both of you and so i could i could see dave he's kind of a little shy but i figured tim would have been on her oh and tim like i ain't doing that shit no crap <laughs> like just big tough guy but oh, yeah. we'll do it like i'll get them both eventually dave yeah. even i've literally known it we grew up a mile from each other and so we'll 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 get moss on here eventually so yeah but uh no that's awesome and so um so how long did like when you you were a little little kid running go-karts yeah i ran that my whole childhood basically we we did uh 
I don't remember exact age. I started maybe eight or so. Yeah, probably seven or eight. I quit okay. at 15, 14 okay. or 15. Because like, my first year in a streeter was 15. But uh, we did that my whole upbringing. We raced all over the national touring series, Kansas. We've been to Kansas, Nebraska, all over the place. Won a national yeah. championship in that. And, and uh, I re remember it fluently because I used to help Ross Dixon when he was running the super stock back in the day. And, uh, my first go-kart championship was his last super stock championship year. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Nice. And so is there, like, is there a family? Like did, did dad race, brother race, anything like that kind of stuff? Is that why you were into go-karts so quick? Yeah. I mean, my dad raced uh, when he was younger, he kind of quit when I was born. So I never really got to watch him race. I've seen much of videos and stuff, but uh, uh, I think he, he tried to kind of keep me out of racing. He'd, he'd take us to the races and stuff growing up. And it just, it stuck with me. I think harder than he thought it was going to <laughs> i begged and begged for a go-kart for a long time and finally got him to cave in and he probably uh he probably regrets that financially <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure but the i don't know like there's there's that whole saying of uh if you want to keep your kids out of trouble and you know get, get them into racing because they'll never have money to buy drugs and so yeah, exactly. it's, uh, it oh, is very it, true it keeps you out of trouble like i could i can remember uh 100% to the day I was in the fourth grade uh, racing go-karts and uh, he always said if I ever got in trouble in school or anything I could I could not go to the races and uh, I don't remember what I did I wasn't paying attention or something and I got some remark or something from the teacher and sure as heck he made me stay home and I never got in trouble after that <laughs> yeah no exactly I was told like new parents like you're going to be a new parent and obviously you already know this lesson but get get your kids a love like whether it's playing the piano, whether it's racing, playing football, uh, what, I don't care what it is. Make your kid fall in love with something that you can take from them. And they yeah. will, you will, you'll have that leverage on them to, that's like Dr. Spock childcare here from Kyle. But uh, if, if you're, if you're something that your kids are passionate about, you can use that like your, like your dad did with you, like, Hey, if if a if a if a bad grade comes home or a like you say a, if you get detention we're not racing and we're not racing for this long well yep. that's always going to be in the back of your mind when you think about being stupid it did and to rewind a little bit i'm gonna have to go get my wife guff because i've been thinking ever since the anniversary question we got married in 2019 so it hasn't quite been three years <laughs> well there you, there you go yeah yeah got yeah. myself out of it that's funny yeah. uh See what a competitor you are. You're like, I ain't letting her win. <laughs> well, I knew I knew I'd hear about it all the way home, probably, if I didn't think about it real quick. That's <laughs> see, and all I heard was when I was born, my dad quit racing. And then I wanted to like my immediate question was, but wait a minute, like you're having a kid. Your dad has already set the precedent that he quit racing when the kid was born. No, I'll probably be like Rich Thomas. Just go forever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about forever, but I we were having fun, and it's uh, you know we got the the toter to haul the family around, and all my family <laughs> likes to do it, and everybody hanging around likes to do it. So I, I always said when you quit having fun, you either got to change something or or quit. And we did we did quit having a little fun when we were running two cars all the time. So that's why we decided to go to late model and yeah. did that deal and, and expand our horizons and know some more traveling this year maybe. And 
Perfect. Go back to having fun instead so, of making so it work. That, it's a, that's a beautiful time to bring up that question is, is what is, what is your plan for 2022? Cause I know like there was just a post on Facebook and your sexy, beautiful car, the new wrap on it. Yeah. And, uh, and so what, what is the plan for 2022? Yeah, we're gonna, um, I think we're gonna commit to that challenge series. Uh, it's kind of something I wanted to do. Not many people supported it last year. And I, I kind of met Chad Stewart, the owner of structural buildings last year through that deal. He, he supported it really good. And I, I appreciate what he was doing for it. And I want to see some more people compete in it. And Absolutely. We're getting a new car and, you know, kind of after I paid for my first brand new complete car, um, really from ground up, it's uh, I'd like to race it for a little more money instead of just the weekly regular pay. Yeah. So challenge series pays good. It's fun going around to new tracks you haven't been to competing and uh, racing with all them people over there. I, uh, you're only as good as who you race. So, I mean, and that's, that's been proven time in and time out. I'd like yeah. to go over there, learn some more and try to get a little faster with them guys and see if we can do a little better. So we'll do challenge series, probably go over there, try to hit some money shows if it works out. I mean, I'm not chasing the money. I'm just chasing the experience really. Right. Um, go, go race them guys, try to hit Cedar Lake or I see they got that during the week race over there. We might think about, and, and when it works out, I'll race the local tracks around here, but we raced so much for so many years. You kind of get yourself, yourself and your team burnt out a little bit on yeah. commitment three nights a week, every single week. And when things don't go good, it just makes it worse. And it's just, we're trying to get away from that and we'll still support the local tracks here and do that deal. And then just see what happens. I don't really have a set show count. We're going to run. We're just going to do what we can do and go from there. Yeah. Nope. That is that you hear that a lot after I hear that a lot anyways, after doing what you've done, you're, you're the rookie of the year, which had to happen because you're also the national, you're the late model as a rookie in the class, the, the national champion. Yeah. You, you don't do that running one night a week. Like you had to go yeah. out and, and put some miles on and burn some fuel and get a lot of three in the morning windshield time. And, uh, and there's, you hear that from a lot of drivers that are like, I will not be attempting that again. Like I, it was, it gets to be not fun. It gets to be work. And that's, it's, I mean, not that it's never not work, but yeah. it gets to be the not fun kind of work. Yep. And, uh, um, especially towards the end of the year when you're, it's, you're, you're, you're going into turn one on lap five, already calculating points about the three yeah. guys that are in front of you going, I got to exactly. get that guy kind of thing, you know? Well, yeah, it's a, uh after 2019 i kind of said when we won the bmon national championship i kind of told everybody that we can't do that again and it was it was a lot i mean there was nights we drove from casper wyoming to watertown south dakota overnight i mean that's like 10 or 12 hours overnight yeah. and just just to do that for i mean it's fun a good experience great experience i don't regret a minute of it but you get at the end of the year and you're like holy buckets and then, yeah, exactly. then we started in the late model deal we had some good runs right away ran really stout the first half of the year and we really had no plans or expectations going in the next year and we started early and cracked off some wins and it just once you kind of see that you know you could have the opportunity to do the rookie deal and the point deal you kind of kind of just decided to go for it and re recalculate our plans for next year and yeah just try to have a little more fun next year but uh it worked out good you know i got a great set of set of friends and family that helped me and my wife. I mean, believe it or not, she probably does 90% of the driving with the toter. So it's, she just cool. gets in there, she don't sleep and she goes and she lets us sleep and we couldn't do it without her driving. And 
my guys that help me. Cody stays back when I got to go traveling and runs the shop for us. And I got some guys that will travel with me. My dad goes a lot. That just, Perfect. it works out. Um, but I think, I think they're all a little tired too. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So it was, it was part of my question uh, or one of the questions that I have written down up here was I talked to Tyler Peterson a while back about his national championship. And, and the question was, did you, on April 1st, did you sit down with your team and go, okay, guys, we're going for the national championship. And he was like, absolutely not. No, it, it sort of came to him where halfway through the season, he looked up and went, well, Christ, we're in first place. Like we, like maybe we had to go after this thing. And so is it, is it, do you come into the season last year saying, Hey, we're going to go get rookie of the year and we're going to go be the national champion or bust or was it like Tyler? No, I mean, I never like to go into a season like that. It brings up a good point. I, I get along with Mark over there at uh, Mars Race Cars. He's kind of the shock guy. He's actually one of the guys who really excelled me to get the 2019 BMO championship. And then he helped me transition over to AJ with the late model deal. But he asked me the same question on, on what, what are your expectations for your first year? And I said, I, a top five national points would be cool. I want to go have good runs and run good. And he looked at me and he said, quit effing lying to me. I know you got better goals than that. And he goes, you're going to do better than that. And I don't like to go in like that. Honestly, like I didn't really even look at points until I was right at about the 30 show mark, just to see if it would make sense. And we had some, we had some shows we had to get rid of and I knew we had to do it, but there was enough shows for us to hit and um, had a little unfortunate hump through the middle of the year, but we got over it and kind of went on and just, I think my wife probably as if she doesn't want to really admit it, but she kind of, you just as well go for it now. You're this far, you know, type of deal. And we know I never really wanted to say we were going to do it because I kind of told everybody we weren't going to do it, but it just, it just worked out. You, you don't go into the year thinking it's going to happen because that's when all your bad luck hits at once. Right. Yep. You just right, you know, bide your time until you hit 30 shows and see where it works out after that, I guess. Yeah. No, I, it's, um, not that you don't want to have great expectations, but it's, it sets you up for massive disappointment when, yeah. you know, you can have a, a magical year. You could have, you could have gotten second. And, and if you're, if you were like, it's national champion or bust in my rookie year and you got second, it would have still been a great year. Yeah. But you, would, you would have been pissed off about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and then you would have had to try it again. That right. Just, exactly. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm glad we did it and got it out of the way. So we kind of, kind of do what I want to do. Like, yeah, like, like, something that comes to mind, like a, it's going to be like a, maybe like more of like a Pat door style schedule. I, I admire that guy because he goes wherever the races are. I mean, yeah. wherever the good races are where he goes and he ain't afraid and he'll go do it. So, I mean, that's how you get better. So we're, yeah. we're going to try a little bit and we'll still race some local stuff, but we're going to do something like that. I think. Yeah. Um, and, and there maybe isn't a better in, in Wissota land, there maybe isn't a better late model guy to pattern your career exactly. after than than the yeah. old double one so yeah that's awesome so okay so let's talk about the national championship and and the rookie thing obviously those are are tied together so throughout that process you just kind of said you know maybe at 30 shows we kind of looked at it and went yeah let's let's yeah let's try to go get it did did the did your process change in in your preparation and all that kind of stuff or did you get the calendar out and go okay it's four nights a week for the rest of the year kind of thing no it it does change I mean you can tell it changes things go good for the first 30 and you're like all right we got to go for it and then like you said 
you're riding around in third and you're calculating like, well, if I don't pass the two cars in front of me coming to this race really didn't make any sense for Doesn't me. Matter, yeah. I don't, which, which sucks to say, but it's, you start thinking like that and then you, sometimes you drive over your head a little bit. Everybody does it. And it just, sure. it makes it a lot harder. I mean, if you can figure out how to shut that off and just run to the end of the year, like, like uh, Shane Sabrowski, for instance, I, I think he's always running for points, but he's going to run the same whether he's running for points or he's not. And he's one of the smoothest, cleanest drivers I've ever seen on the racetrack. So, I mean, it's a, it's a mental game for sure. And once you let it get to you, it'll get to you, but uh, you try not to let that happen, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's, I, I think where Shane and I don't know by any means, but I, I think Shane has been in that position so many times that just the experience of it is like, like you said, when you, when you start thinking about, I got to pass him and I got to pass him, or this was stupid for me to drive three hours or four hours or five hours to this racetrack. Well then, then like, you're going to go a little harder into three and up the hill you go and you're like, son of a, and then you're door slamming people. And then you're the asshole that's door slamming people and you're wrecking car. And, and he, I think just out of experience is like the first 30 shows were the, were the successful shows because I was just out racing, just, just turning laps and doing the best I could and putting up good results and just go do that, you know? So yeah, if you, if you can get yourself to do that for a whole year, it'll, it'll really help. But yeah, I mean, I was said than I, done. I told both of them guys at the end of the year, Tyler and Shane, I said, there's no way I would have wanted to be in any of your position in the last month of racing could that would have been the most mental draining thing i've ever been a part of in my life There's they no did that they well tyler actually got it done and then shane was on his way and got pulled over pulled over yep. by the state patrol they were they were on their way to um take my notes down here uh on the way to to they were in bemidji and they were on yep. their way to brainerd or to uh st cloud rather and and uh to pull two two races of the same damn day like yeah i've never heard of that that's that was i was watching both their success or both their time i guess i was even messaging tyler like are you gonna make it because i was watching that show on Derby yeah. central I said, are you gonna make it oh i think so because i was really confused i looked at the lineups and i seen they were at both tracks i'm like how the heck does this work that's exactly how we found out too i was announcing abby in in st cloud obviously and and someone like my producer brock he like pulled up dirt race central and he's like, like these two guys are in Bemidji. Like they're signed up yeah. here. And I'm like, well, what in the world? Like maybe it was yeah. a pre-registered thing or something. And they went to Bemidji instead. And I'm like, or maybe they're going to try to get here. And so then my son was actually in Bemidji watching that race. And I'm like, Hey, is, is the, is the seven and the one there? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, they're signed up here. I think they're going to try to make it. And so and then they did. And it was, I was texting both of them as well. And Shane's <laughs> Shane texted me. He goes, I don't think we're going to make it. We're pulled over. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> so yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. 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 It was, it was fun to be a part of it on Derby Central because yeah. Nonetheless, I think it, I think it ended up not mattering. I don't think Tyler threw anything that night, but yeah, no Tyler, I think ended up like fourth or fifth. And so it didn't, it yeah. didn't matter. One of those yeah, times were, where you're like, this was stupid. It, it was, but if it, if it would have threw a show, it would have been worth it. Hell yeah. It would have been, yeah. there's no oh. way I would, there's no way I would have wanted to go into the last show of the year at up in Wisconsin where they had to go racing against Shane. One point. And if, 
And I tell you one thing, if it was anybody other than Shane, they would have, they would have probably won the race because they probably would have used their bumper or their door. Yeah. And I've, I've never seen that guy hit anybody in my life. And not on purpose. And I applaud him for, I applaud him for that. I was cool. But if I was Tyler riding around back there, I would have been the most nervous thing. I would have watched the whole race up there. I couldn't even drove my car. I didn't think. So did there's in, in the interview that I did with Tyler, he said he, he would come out of four and they were, they were literally a half a track opposite <laughs> yeah. of each other. Cause Tyler was like, I, I can't drive. I'm too damn yeah. nervous. And, yeah. uh, and he said he would come out of four and look over to turn two and watch him go down the backstretch and then turn and then go into one. And I'm like, yeah. no way you're going 90 miles an hour to turn one at superior. That's like, what points does. You got it. You're nervous the whole time. That's it's draining, but it yeah. pays off once in a while. Crazy. It worked out. It worked out. Uh, well, man, I, I could talk about this kind of stuff forever. So, uh, but we got to get on to the next thing here is um, the demon decals, rapid fire questions. And this is the part that makes drivers nervous when we do this is these, these goofy questions that I come up with. So uh, demon decals, like well, a supporter of my show here um, does all these great raps, like just did his two thousandths rap um on a on a car and he does it all over the country he comes to you to put it on he's in nebraska but he'll literally go anywhere to put a wrap on and so um uh good quality stuff give look him up online uh or on facebook demondecals.com so um first question who is your best racing friend so in the racing circle which You've been racing since you're seven years old. You don't have a different circle. If there's only one circle, if you've been racing that long and it's, and it's, and it's racing friends. So who is your yep. best racing friend? I narrow it down. I mean, it'd be between two Dale Ames and, and uh, probably Cody Martin. One of okay. the two people I travel around the most with, I guess. In there on your crew. Nope, they're just nope. different races. Dale runs a modified. Cody's also runs a late model. Okay, awesome, yep. awesome. So that's but like you, if you're at the same track, you're you're parking next to each other. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. That's good. Okay, um, so there's there's the expression "steel sharpens steel," and you you sort of alluded to it with your schedule this year and talking about Pat Door that. I'm going to go run where the guys run, where the, the, the best of the best run, follow the structural buildings uh, challenge series. That's steel sharpening steel. You want to go race against the best late model drivers because you want to be the best late model driver. So who is, who is your biggest competitor? Who is the guy that when you show up, you're like, that's the guy that I want to beat tonight. Uh, locally, it's, it's probably Chad Becker, I guess we, we hung out a lot, raced a lot. We had a little scuffle here this year that cost us a little bench time, but uh, we'll all get over it. That's how that's how racing gets. Racing. But uh, yep. probably the probably the most competitive uh, between me and him when we when we're around local stuff, I guess. Okay. What about when when you go tour in a little bit? Go out on the on the structural buildings tour. Yeah, you know, like I said, just all depends who's there. I mean, obviously, if you go to the site's more memorial, AJ Demel's going to be on the top of your list. You go yeah. over to to Fergus, Don Shaw, and Dan Moss are going to be hard. You're going to go a little further east. Daryl Nelson is going to be a tough one to beat. Um, Jesse north. Glenn's. I mean, yeah. each each area has their couple people that you know are going to be fast no matter Those what. Yeah, yeah. And and when they see the tan roll around the corner, they're like, crap. Yeah, they're <laughs> oh, they're they're probably 
thanking God I'm finally coming over to get my butt kicked. Yeah, that's <laughs> clearly not true. Uh, what is your oddest racing story? You've been racing since you're seven years old. You're now 26 years old. That's nearly two decades of, of turning left. What is your, what's the goofiest, weirdest story that you can remember? Oof. Um, I guess in Huron, I watched a late model drive right through turn one wall and end up in the pig barns outside of the racetrack. <laughs> like, I can't like, Holy I think his name was, I think his name was Kevin Iwan. I think he don't race anymore. This is a long time ago. Uh, yeah. The wall used to be really short and he, he hit the wall head on and here right on the fair, on the fairgrounds. So they got pig barns right on the outside of turn one and two. And yeah, he ended up over in the pig barns. Like in the barn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And was it, hopefully it wasn't during the fair, like where there would be people. No, no. no. Okay. I think it was just a regular race. That was a long time ago. I don't even, yeah. I don't even know if I was racing big cars at the time. I might've been right before that, but it was a while ago. Yeah. Something I remember. That's, I guess. An, odd, that's an odd story. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, um, this is a, this has been a fun little question that I've, I've asked a whole bunch of people. Now I come across this list of like a, a type of animal or type of thing. And what is a group of them called? For example, it is a herd of deer, right? And mm -hmm. so a group of jellyfish, what is a group of jellyfish called? No chance you're going to get this, but what's your best guess? Smack. A smack. Are you kidding me? Your wife is a genius. That is what a we, group. We were just in Jamaica. We had to learn a little bit about jellyfish because they swim in, they swim in the swimming area of the ocean that we get to swim in. That is, I stayed corrected. There's no way you're not going to get this. That is amazing. A smack of jellyfish is what that's called. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm glad she's back there. Yeah. See, your wife is just, she's, <laughs> she completes you, man. She's like, no, right. keep her around forever. So, um, okay. So this is, a, this is a, how well do you know your competitors? There's a, there's a guy named David Carlson. Do you know David? like the one from over here yeah from here on south dakota so that's actually who my wife and i bought our business from are you kidding me <laughs> yeah. so you know him well yeah very well the question is uh how old is david carlson uh 53 perfect that is exactly how old david carlson according to my race pass that is exactly how old david carlson is what a small world of all of it because i i just went through <laughs> I, I, I wrote down the question, like a trivia, like within five, how old is this person, this person? And I always wanted to be somebody within the same class as you. And then I thought yeah. there's got to be another late model guy from that area. And so I looked up yep. on my race pass and, and, and it happens to be the guy that owns or that you bought your business from. Yep. That's awesome. So maybe we should, what is your business? We should give it's actually still named Carlson service center. We kept the name and no, uh, they they were in business for years and years and years. His dad ran the. They have a gas station uh, on probably the busiest corner in town here. A gas station. They used to have the service shop right behind there, and they were looking to spend a little more time with their grandkids. I think they got I don't know seven or eight grandkids, and and uh, they wanted to spend a little more time, so they they decided to uh, they wanted to sell the repair side of it, and yeah. uh, I was interested in doing something at the time, so we bought a building, moved that over, and. You know, now they, 
they have a car wash. They put a car wash in where the repair shop used to be. And we do the, kept the name and uh, all pretty much all the employees, most of them are still here. Uh, That's terrific. Kept on going, I guess. Yeah. So if, if you're in here on South Dakota, you go to Carlson yeah. Service Center to get your stuff fixed. That's right. Awesome. Love it. Okay. So that is the Demon Decals Rapid Fire Questions. The last segment uh, is sponsored by a company called Rascal Aluminum which is a uh, uh, fellow racers of yours, um, uh, Abby Guerin, who's a, a mod four driver over in central Minnesota here. And her dad started this rascal aluminum, like all of the aluminum you put on your car and, and uh, they even sell it for fish houses and anything you need sheets of aluminum for. So look those guys up on Facebook as well. Rascal aluminum. They have every color, every size, everything that you need for your car, your fish house, whatever it is. So um and it, this is, it's the Rascal Aluminum pay it forward question. So my last guest gets to ask you a question and then you are going to ask my next guest a question. So my last guest was a guy by the name of Aaron Blacklance. Do you know Aaron? Yep. Yep. So uh, uh, a B mod driver, if he's up North, he's an X mod driver. If he's down South where he recently yeah. was and had lots of success down in New Mexico at Vado. And so his question for you, and I thought this is, this is a pretty deep question is what is, what is Cole Searing think the most important thing, the one most important thing that we can do to grow dirt track racing? Um, deep question, right? Yeah, that's hard. I mean, spread the word, man. Social media can be good and bad. Uh, I being in business. Uh, the last year and a half, you've learned to, I used to post a lot of dumb stuff on social media and we, we don't do that no more. And I get it. People get frustrated. I get frustrated racing too, but uh, you can keep the negative stuff of your tracks off Facebook uh, or social media for that fact that that'll help us to spread the positive things. I mean, we got to get people yeah. in them seats to keep them tracks wanting to stay open. I mean, they pay us to come race and we get there to put on a show for fans. And if there's no fans, it's not much fun, I guess. So yeah, I would say just spreading positive attitudes, positive vibes of everything and getting everybody try to go support the racetracks. Yep. I like that answer that it's kind of, cause I, I turned it around and I said, you answer that question, Aaron. And, uh, and, and it was kind of the same thing is, is a, a, you're obviously you're the national championship people are going to follow you because you're the national, whether they know you have met you, you have fans. There's a, there's a seven-year-old kid who races go-karts that has been at a racetrack and seen the number 10 roll out over the top of the hill and thinks that's the coolest freaking car that's ever been ever. And yep. is a giant Cole Searing fan. And if you go out there and act like an idiot, yep. yeah, maybe racing's not so cool. If, if that's how yep. I need to act, you know? Yep. And, and, um, uh, but on the other hand, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, or wherever Instagram, and you're, posting pictures of your car and hey we're going to be in here on tonight we're going to be in in wherever you know like we're going to be in madison or we're going to be in fergus or we're going to be in st cloud then all of a sudden they're like hey dad can we go watch cole race and and that gets more people into that racetrack seats and it's it's um it's everybody talks about the three the three pong you need the fans you need the drivers and you need the racetracks and if any one of those three isn't there, the whole, the whole system, the whole stool falls over when there's not three legs. Uh, and I've, I've watched it happen. I mean, I live 
I live three blocks from a racetrack in Huron, and we don't get a race there every week anymore. Um, I mean, it's probably not not a fan deal. It's just Orville did it for years and years and years, and he did a good job at it. And it's just hard to have some try to get somebody to come in. To I mean, it's a fair board racetrack, so you got to work for the fair board pretty much. And yeah, do that deal, and you got to work around the fair and around their activities, and it's it's hard. But I mean, every week I got to drive right by the racetrack to go somewhere else, and you miss it. I mean, it's fun and getting on the road traveling, but like this year we got to run, I don't know, three or four shows in town and we actually got to win one of them. And you really forget what it's like to have all those fans in the stands. Yeah. And, I mean, they might not really care who you are, but you're from here on and you won it here on while they were there. So you, you get them and they cheer and it's Dakota State for Speedway is a top of the line place. And it's, uh, it's fun to go to. I think we, there's some shows back there this year, four or five of them again. And it'd be nice to get it open again, but uh, just, I don't think it's going to work out, but yeah, so it's, it's tough to see them tracks close. I mean, um, but it does happen. Yep, for sure. It does. And, and all too often. So yeah, it's, I, I love that people are asking that question. You know, what can we do to keep it growing? What can we keep, you know, what, what it's, it's part of the reason for this show. My, my wife actually is the, like, my wife is not a dirt track fan. She's, she doesn't dislike dirt track fan, but it's not, if it, if, if the date night is up there, she's not going to say, Hey, let's go to the racetrack. That's not, yeah. that's not what her deal is. Yeah. And, and when I ask her why she's like, well, I don't know any of those people. And, and yep. so you, you want to be connected in some way to somebody at the racetrack. So you can say, Hey, I'm going to cheer for the 10 or I'm going to cheer for the seven or for the two or whoever it is. And, and that it's part of my reason for this is I want people to see Cole Searing's face and and know that he's the number 10 late model and and look you up on Facebook and and I want you to have 10,000 friends on Facebook and none of them that you know because because yep. you're that popular kind of thing and if I can be that much a part of that that's the goal of this show yep. so sure. okay so your question you get to ask my next question uh, a question and you get to ask somebody who is currently standing in shoes that you used to stand in who is the current and reigning BMOD national champion, Lucas Rodin. And so, uh, so what is your question for Lucas? Um, I'd be curious to see kind of from his aspect, he did really well this year, um, what he thinks the most important step of your week is of getting ready to go race at the track. What's the most important step in your eyes uh, to be able to, go out there and win them features like he did or go put a half a track on the field at the Wissota 100 like he did. <laughs> um, so your, your question is, is not necessarily at the track unless, so, yeah. so from what's Monday, the, the, from Monday yeah. to Sunday, what is the single most important thing? Yeah. Thing, so what's thing, yeah most important thing you got to do to make sure your car can run like it did all year. I mean, there's, everybody can tell you it's a little more to just, load your car in the trailer and go on it takes a lot of work so um yeah i'd be curious to know that you hear the uh there's a meme going around and it's it's the i think the one i've seen it's like the you know the the bars going across and it's a guy with his shield down and it's I, the you know the passion of racing kind of picture and um and it's uh races are one in the garage or in the shop at yeah. home not at the track kind of a thing and yeah. so um 
That's a great question. Like, I am yeah. always amazed at how, like, off the spot, like, because we don't, I don't give you a chance to know who you're asking or anything. Oh. To just come up with those questions like that is awesome. So, well, I know you have a lot of people to thank for your your racing. Uh, so I, I give you, you know, a couple minutes here to to thank those people that that help pay Cole Searing's all of the billboards on the side of that late model. Who are who are those people? Yeah, I wrote them actually down, so I didn't. Oh, did you? There's, nice. There's a there's a lot of them. Uh, you know, James Trantino over there, Collins Brothers. He's helped me tremendously here lately, um, last few years. Um, Minnesota Truck Headquarters, Martin Construction. That's Cody Martin. I was telling you about. We travel with a lot. Yeah. Uh, Conkey Farms, Brushello Motor Sales, Jiggy Signs and Graphics, uh, Blue Mandilly's Performance, Lincoln Auto, Swift Springs, uh, Elite Auto, uh, Dixon Oil Recycling. ELX Trucking, Avail Wealth Management, Daily Fabrications, uh, Chaos Photographer, Photography, Jensen Livestock, uh, Jerry Klein Saucer Farms, Mike Rogers Construction, uh, Winter Egg, Farmers Union Insurance, Mars Race Cars, CMD Shocks, uh, Pro Power Engines, Dell's Taxidermy, Red Arrow Bar, and Speedworks. That takes a village, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I. It uh, takes a lot of room. I mean, sometimes we struggle to find them all, but I appreciate every single one of them. I mean, you go up and down the road. We've been to and from Wyoming four or five times this year, this last year. All the tires it takes to run this deal and the motors are expensive. It, it takes a lot of people to help this go. So yeah. each, each and every one of them is definitely appreciated. I'm going to give you the opportunity to thank one more person. My wife. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we got the her mate. Her maiden name, last name is Gaddis. So we, one of a friend, a friend of ours, thought it was Gladys. Like we we kept calling her Gaddis, but he thought we were calling her Gladys. So that's kind of her nickname. It's, it's always stuck. So I actually got a sticker on my car that says uh, Gladys is grinding because she actually she actually grinds she all does the your tires. tires? Oh, nice. Yeah, she does all the tires and drives the truck and cooks us food. And, most of the time, not most of the time, but right half the time or one half the time washes the race car if I'm not around to do it. And she gets after it. Yeah. He's a keeper, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Look yeah. at you so, won't even come on the screen. Like you gotta come show your face there. Is she she's <laughs> she's babysitting for Cody's Cody or Oh guy. nice. And, uh, You're like yeah. MVP <laughs> wife. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Hey. That's our big guy, our service manager's daughter there. That's awesome. Well, man, yeah. I appreciate you having some fun with us and and uh, chatting for a little while here tonight and taking some time out of family time to uh, to talk racing with us on After the Checkers. You bet. Thanks awesome. for having me. You bet, man. We'll chat with you soon. All righty. You bet.